Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, this is Brian Jump. Million Dollar PDR Podcast, aka Million Dollar service marketing podcast aka let's make some more money and have a better life podcast how you been what's going on it is we are in the thick of the holidays aren't we it is december 3rd we are taping on the weekend sunday just a little bit of work on the pdr book that we're uh under contract to finish and i'm late um what else? What else going on this weekend? We had a real busy day yesterday. Um, this last week, we've had some nice, nice rides come through, which we'll recap here in a sec. But uh, it's been busy. We had a good November, even though the holiday week kind of kind of chews into a little bit of the profits and the biz. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit about that too. But uh, we got some tips coming up. Uh, I don't have anybody on the on the interview. I apologize. We'll try to get some fresh blood in here. I keep saying that I'm a broken record. Woo, woo, scratch. But uh, no, I will. I will. I promise. Promise Thomas, the train engine. Uh, what was it? There was a. <laughs> there's actually some Thomas, the train engine uh, trivia, which I don't know how that got brought up earlier this week, but uh, eh, I'm not going to go into that. But um, as much as you guys would like to hear that. But yeah good week um the other day we had two bentleys here on one day which is kind of rare um real nice cars uh both of them were convertibles uh we had a really nice white Taycan with two-tone wheels uh the the carrera 4 or the 4s Taycan. uh real nice m2 uh we had a porsche panamera executive the window sticker we were looking for the paint coat we were doing some uh, work on this bumper over two hundred thousand dollar stick window sticker the Panamera Executive, sick car, big ass screen on the front, uh, TVs in the back, um, just some nice stuff. I wanted to get a photo, a shot of all, you know, three or four of those cars in front of the, the Denko Studios here, world famous headquarters. And uh, man, we were just moving at the speed of light. We didn't have time. It sucks, you know. And it's not. Yeah, sometimes you just you gotta you gotta slow down and just stop the clock for a minute because I mean when. When is that going to happen again? I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe not. You know. I mean, but it's, I don't know. But then again, it's like, okay, so what? You know. I mean, we've got a good rep. People have seen us working on nice cars. I mean, if I was, if that was like, hey, you know, we want to be like hyper luxury service center, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, then we, we should be doing more of that, shouldn't we? And marketing and making that our our strict avatar, instead of allowing, you know, Priuses and and uh, Ford Maverick trucks to come in last week or whatever, you know, also came in too. I mean, yeah, we, everybody likes to work on that kind of stuff, but at the same time, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just not, I don't know. I think it's an easier game if you're gonna go, go a little bit wider with your net and try to catch more different types of fish instead of just, hey, we're only hunting Marlin. Okay, I guess, uh, I guess that makes sense. But uh, any Hooters, yeah, lots of nice, Lots of nice cars and nice customers, which is even more important than that. But, but 
anyway, um, we'll probably be doing a, uh, a, a end of year recap. Um, we'll talk about some of the podcasts and stuff that we covered. And then um, we're going to talk about a few other things as well. But uh, to kind of kind of go over what happened this year. But the um, let's talk about money because money money motivates a lot. All right. So so we'll dive right into it. So we had we had a quite a few uh, near hundred thousand plus months um, in 2023. And if you know if, if you can do over a hundred thousand, you're definitely going to gross 1.2 mil plus. Those are good numbers. That's that's good money. At least in my book, by my, I mean, that, that'd be crap money for like a large, large company that's probably used to doing, you know, 500 million, but we're down to 1.2, you know, it'd be a tragedy, right? But, but for a company that doesn't usually crest up to a million, at least we haven't for, for quite a few years, it's nice. And, and okay, so how do we do it? How do we do it in our automotive business? And this, this may not be beneficial, but if you're running a hair salon or, or if you're a plumber or a uh, home renovation, you know, specialist. But but maybe this will just kind of give you an idea, perspective, just on how you could level up. You know, so okay, so um, we obviously do dent removal. If if you're not new to the if you're new to the podcast, basically what we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to talk about service marketing. We're going to talk about how to how to make more money, how to get the right customer avatar. Um, how to profit more, how to work less, how to be more efficient, right? Um, and it comes down to marketing. Marketing is the rocket fuel for the for the freaking for the rocket. So you, if you want to get into orbit, man, there's nothing. Why put milk in it? You know, you need some explosive fuel, and that to me is the marketing. So we'll, we talk about that. Occasionally, we'll talk about family stuff and things like that because I like, like to keep it real, like to keep it authentic. You know, as you know, AF. But uh, nonetheless. You know, this, this podcast is, it's the front lines, it's grassroots, it's guerrilla warfare. Um, so here we go. So yeah, so we do dents uh, as one of our service services on the service menu. We do paint repair. We do ceramic waxes uh, and paint and paint uh, treatments. We do wheel repair and then uh, a little bit of paint protection film, that clear bra stuff that you put on the front of your car or maybe your whole car to keep them getting chipped up. But the PPF, I mean, all year long, I mean, if we did 10 grand, that's probably, maybe 15, 20 at the, at the most, that's probably, you know, about the biggest amount of, largest amount of, uh, of revenue from that, that service. Um, the funny thing is, is, is over the years, you're going to probably pivot what you do. And, and that's a good thing, hopefully, um, by choice, not by, uh, you know, uh, circumstance. Um, we don't do much training or, or make tools too much anymore. Although I did ship out some tools last week to a former student, but we don't offer them to the public. Um, it's just not in our mix. It's not what we, our services are so busy right now. It's, it doesn't make sense. Um, so we've been phasing out training. Um, the money is not worth my time, you know, and I, even though I enjoy it, I've got a few students coming up. I've got one uh, this month and one gentleman's coming in, I think from Ecuador uh, in February, but yeah, if I do one a month now, it's, that's, that's max. And it's probably going to come down to like one every quarter, you know, until eventually I probably won't do anything unless it's somebody super special, you know, that I connect with or something. Just like I say, just doesn't financially make sense right now. I'm in the earning years. We're trying to, trying to, you know, do a, a soft retire here in 10, 10 years, maybe. So we got touched down with a little bit of cash. Um, and the funny thing is 10 years ago, 
the training and tools are probably 40 to 50 percent of my income you know but uh it's not not even not any longer by a long shot so so with all those services i mentioned how do we grow if i wanted to grow do i just do it's basically scale you know more locations you know or grow what we have here and from a, a square foot you know geo geographic we're a little bit uh we're like a bird in a cage you know we, we can only do so much here and if i tried to squeeze more i think out of this this location this address i think i'm likely to get booted out of here because you know, car businesses take space and, and parking spots and people have been patient sometimes when we've owned out of all the businesses here, we've, we've taken over maybe half of the parking spots and that's not cool because occasionally people are going to want to have their own parking spots, you know, so they've been pretty, pretty patient. I think this year, what I was thinking in the back of my mind the other day, we might pick up some gift baskets to try to kind of, you know, say thanks to, uh, to our neighbors for being kind of cool. I mean, every now and then somebody will bitch or complain, but for the most part, and they got every right, you know, I mean, like I said, we kind of spill over out of the tub, the hot water with our business. So we need to kind of, you know, put the drain on a little bit and let some of that water back in. So, so a couple things. So obviously scaling is part of the playbook. Um, also, uh, how could I leverage, how could I leverage, uh, the money that we do make? So not only just do more business. So, so for the money that's coming into the coffers, how do you make that, have that money make you more money? Okay. And there's, you can do that. So, so let's say I wanted to take, I don't know, pull out 20% of what I made a month. Okay. That I, the dollars I take in, let's say I put it $20,000 aside. What could I do with that money? Um, and I'm not talking putting a bank account, making 1% or 3% or some, you know, or annually 10% or some shit with, with the index funds or mutual, whatever. No, no, no. So what could I do business wise? I, I could, I could ask some, we're already in the car business. So maybe I could do like Turo rentals which we've done that, that a little bit and tested it out. There's a little bit of money in Turo. So you basically your, your, your own private rental car agency. And you'd be surprised, people use Turo. It's, pre, it's pretty, uh, it, when we did it, we were pretty booked out doing it with the car that we had. Um, what else could I do? I could purchase real estate or, or fractional, fractional ownership. So 20% you know, a month, I mean, that's for the size of business we do, that, that, that would actually, I could purchase some, you know, or fractional some sizable uh, real estate, no doubt. Um, what else could we do? We could add new services. We could uh, cross sell or do more upsells. You know, not about, not a, and we're kind of, that's kind of one of the things, the directions we're heading in. Um, we'll see which direction, but, but um, because where we're at, like I said, from, we to do more cars, to take in more cars, it, it's gonna be tough here. We either need to have more locations or, or upsell more things to those same clients that they might be interested in. So that's kind of that's kind of the uh, the direction that we're moving in, um, you know. Or sell merch, you know. That's another thing. People that come in. I mean, we don't really sell any merchandise at all. Um, we definitely could sell either you know clothing or or items that people buy that help them keep their vehicles uh, clean or whatever. There's so many different things we could do with that, which we tested it, but I think I could definitely, you know, we get out of, out a few bucks. Is it, is it worth our time? That's kind of the question. The time that it would take to assemble the merch and everything or, or products, it, would my time be better spent offering a different service, you know, a cross sell, upsell? That's what you have to ask yourself because, because time is the currency that matters most, isn't it? It's, and then attributing that to, to, you know, money and or wealth. 
to me that that's what matters. So, um, now let's let's segue off of off of uh, the motivating uh, how to make just basically general more money or what we're going to do in the upcoming uh, year. We've talked about scaling and opening another shop, and we at this location we opened in another warehouse, which has allowed us to to do more work and stay out of the elements and all that. It's been nice, you know. So I do like that we were able to separate our, our dent and paint services, and now and we're doing a little bit of restorations in there as well. So it's been really cool. So. So that being said, um, habits. What are the habits that, that I have found have been particularly beneficial for me uh, in 2023? Well, I'm gonna tell you, here's the habits. Um, I typically come in early. And early could be four or 5 a.m., definitely no later than six. Success ultimately requires time, gentlemen and ladies. And you, you know, if, if you put the time in, Especially if you're focusing that time on the biggest levers, what we're going to move profit the most for you, then then you're going to have the greatest benefit. Now, there's benefit both monetarily, but there's also emotionally. You know, so I always try to kind of mix in things that are going to make me happy. You know, because I want I I want to have a business that that is is not only going to make us money, but I enjoy being around. You know, so so I'm going to talk about a couple things about about habit wise, but. But you may still want to do these things, not because it's going to make you money, but maybe it's just going to make you happy. You know, and if, if money isn't a dire consequence or a need, you've already got the money you need. Maybe it would make sense for you to do some of these, these habits. But, but I come in, I, I try to focus on the, on the main levers. Um, do I focus on brand? It is funny, as fun as brand is, not really. I mean, it's, it's 5% of kind of what we do. I don't do a lot of social media, which we talked about. I need to probably do a little bit more for consistency, but but it's it's not a big lever, is it? If I focused 50% of my time on social media marketing, SMM, okay, what would that do? Hmm, is it gonna move move the am I gonna say, oh man, we doubled our income? No, not at all. What essentially is gonna make you more money quickly and largely, you know, based on the time uh, quotient, that that's really what in my opinion, people should focus on. And I've noticed that that's, you know, basically yielded me the, the greatest profits and, and income and buying back my time, putting my time where the money's gonna matter most. You know, better marketing, better better avatar, uh, better communication, you know, pricing, studying pricing, studying how to, the, the estimating process, how I how I take people in, how we, how we check them in, you know, all that. Um, Another habit that I do aside from getting up early is lists. I do lists, but I don't just do lists. I do lists with achievable bites. Um, back in the day, I used to have these lists where I could I could hardly even cross one thing off that day. It's just these these goals were just so big, and I thought I needed grandiose, massive. You know, hey, let's let's make ten grand a day or some shit. And it's just like, man, that's that's a tough tough uh, for us, a tough goal. You know, let's have some little, let's have some, maybe some big things, but let's also have some small things. To where we can can possibly win, you know. That's to me, that that it's it's a mental game at the end of the day, guys. We got to feel good about what we do and what and and about ourselves and the business. And if we don't feel motivated and, and we're not happy, it's going to show in our work. You know, I, I think that's important. That's why I always have music on around here. You know, it may not be the kind of music that everyone wants to hear, but it's the kind of music I want to hear, and it makes me motivated and helps me get through the day. 
and yeah, I do care about other people and what they want to hear as well too. And I try to cater to just about everybody, you know. So so not just me, but but the, our partners here are also happy with their environment and able to perform at that next level, right? So another thing we do is we over communicate. I don't I don't believe in in, in promising people what they want to hear necessarily. I got to promise what I can deliver on. And if that meets their needs, great. I might say, hey, you know what? We can hope for this, but expect this. And if the hope thing happens, great. But if the expectation thing happens, you're not let down. You know, a lot of times in life, not just business, we, we have expectations that are unrealistic. And then when they don't hit the mark, we get, we get bummed out, right? And it's like, you know what? If you set the bar low, as some people say, or just set it reasonably, you know, and then when those things happen that you kind of expected, then guess what? You're not let down. You're like, oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's a good day, man. I, you know, I, we made X amount of dollars or I had to work this amount, amount of hours or my kid got these grades or whatever, whatever it might be. You know, it's just manage your reasonable expectations and then you'd be surprised at how much better the, the, the smell of life is, right? So, so over communicate. Um, I, I tell people, um, you know, uh, actually, not just about, about deliverables, but I also the frequency which we communicate. It's quite, quite often, and I, very rarely does somebody say, "Oh, you know what? I, uh, you're, what do you call it? You're not, um, you're bothering me. You know, it's stop, stop with all the talk, the chatter." Now, most of the time, they they thank me because they're already thinking, "Hey, when's my car going to be done? You know, when's my appointment or whatever." So the more you communicate, usually within reason, is a good idea. Under promising, like I said, do more. I try to do more than they expect. Okay. And, and I got to hit the mark. So on the main thing they paid for, plus the bonus, if I don't, if we don't hit the mark, I mean, often we won't charge. Uh, ex what's the example, Brian? Uh, I'm going to tell you. Robin was her name, her real name, her TV name. She came in with her Lexus and, and she asked us, she basically didn't have the money or didn't want to allocate the budget to do the job right. And I should have said, you know, I can't help you, Robin. I'm sorry. Yeah, the last time we did, but you come back. But until you want to spend some money, you, you need these parts. <clears throat> well, is there any way you can just kind of do another option? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I can. I can use some epoxy and da-da-da. So we did that. Her bumper got hit. Her grill got crushed on her, her Lexus. She's like, I don't want to buy a new She first just said, yeah, get the grill. I bought it, $700. You know, I changed my mind. Return it. Okay, now I return it. And they don't deliver the parts. We have to go pick them up. Thank you, Lexus, for being so chintzy about ha not having a parts driver anymore since COVID. And they just carried it on. So now I'm wasting my time. Had to, had to float the $600 back to Robin. And then after we glue the sensors in, she's like, well, my sensor light just came on. Okay, well, I don't know why. Well, guess what happened? The sensors got hit so hard, eventually one failed. You know, so she took it to another shop who programmed sensors, who we referred her to. And what do they do? They throw us under the bus for gluing on her sensor. She's like, I don't know who does this kind of shoddy work. And then she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Robin, you asked us to do that. I told you it was Mickey Mouse. Da, da, da. Well, I don't think you should charge me for it. Where, where do we go at that point? The lesson here is do the job right or don't do it at all, which most of the time I do. But I should I should have basically just booted her out. So hit the mark. And I did. I gave her money back immediately. I said, you know what? You're right. We weren't able to give you value here. I'm giving your money back. Thank you for wasting half a day of my time, but nonetheless, and I, of course we didn't say that. And you're gonna, you know, and when you deal with people, you're not always gonna win. You may win, but it might be a headache. You may lose, and it might be a, a joyful event. Who knows? All these things happen. This is just the wild world of life, right? 
So hit the mark or don't charge. Um, connect with the customer. I love to talk about the customer a little bit about what they, if they got something that says something on their license plate frame, like we had a guy that was in with the take on, um, he's into Ironmans. He's an Ironman competitor and he's going to do his last one. He's 74. He's going to do one more in Kona this year and then he's going to tap out, which I thought was amazing. And I said, I mean, I'm, I'm such a fan, man. You're such in great shape, blah, blah, blah. And then, and he tipped us, you know, because maybe because of the work, maybe because of the connection and caring and, and looking at who the customer is about. But it, it, this is what good business is, in my opinion. Okay, and they're maybe they're on it, not into Ironmans. Maybe they're into family or kids. Okay, talk about that. Maybe they're into sports, and you might be thinking, okay, well, what if I'm not even like the customer? What if it's a woman? I, I connect with them. I've talked to with a couple. We 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 did a, we hosted Thanksgiving this year, and I talked about about Thanksgiving if if they were going to be you know hosting or do they like to cook or blah blah blah, you know, which wasn't sexist. It was fine, you know. It's you know, we're talking about bad drivers. You know, men and women can both freaking relate to that when their car got hit and nobody left a note. Empathy. Empathy is another thing on this list. Empathize with people. People love for you to feel their pain or their 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 emotion. <clears throat> because at the end of the day, when we're dealing with people, I don't care if you're a hairstylist, I don't care if you're a mechanic, you know, whatever you serve the person with, if you connect with them on a human being level, you're going to, even if you suck at whatever your skill set is, Unless you're absolutely tragic and you burn people or something, you know, cause cause harm to them, you're gonna probably be successful. You know, I've talked about I've talked about several people that's worked for me that they were they were kind of horrible, and I let them go, but they've still had success. But why? Because they learned how to deal well with people, and people businesses people is the number one thing, not the not the other thing, not the home renovation, not the plumbing, not the the car repair, whatever. Okay, so those are. Those are my habits that have served me well in 2023. Um, let's talk about uh, testing. Now, I, I brought this up last week, and I, I put this to uh, the test with three customers. And you know what? Out of those three b baseball bat swings, I, I got base hits out of two of the three. One, I whiffed. The guy never got back to me. Um, it was a Tesla. Pretty big dent. And how much... I should have never answered him, but I said, you know, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try my, my add value thing because I'm going to probably get crickets. Let me see if I can get this hook to this fish to bite the hook again. So I tried to stack big ass value. Okay. BAV, BAV. Um, and with the first guy with the Tesla, it didn't work. Okay. I said, you know, that dent is probably in the 400 to 600 range. I need to see it. Da, 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 da. Okay. Crickets. And I said, what I can do is for new customers, I said, I, I will also warranty that dent. So not only that dent, but, you know, that's a guarantee. But if any other dents happen to your car from that size or smaller, it's free of charge for the next 90 days. And I said, that also goes for your, your spouse's car as well. Okay. The spouse could have already had another dent on her car. And they could have brought it and said, this just, just happened. And I would have been taking that dent out for free. Okay. For four to 500 bucks, which in our industry, that's actually a pretty good deal. Crickets. And I said, one other thing I can do for you as well. I said, we'll do a complete car ceramic application for you. $600 value for free. And because I just could tell, this guy, he'd spit the hook. That fish was had already divin, dove deep into the water. And he wasn't even looking at my bait anymore. So I was trying to get him back on the hook. Just to see what would happen. Just to see if this guy was so myopic. It was only about the charge for that dent. And he didn't care about anything else. And he didn't. And he never came back on that. 
Now fast forward to the next two customers that I tried the same thing on, and I didn't have to go even crazier on, on the value adds. I think I just added a dent warranty for 90 days, and they both said, oh man, that's a great idea, done. When can we book this? So there, there's a lot of other variables that are not included in the story, but it, it's not, it doesn't really matter. What does matter is stacking stupid big value, SBV, right? If, if you SBV or ABV add big value, chances are, if it's so, it's so ridiculous, people are most, the majority, you're not gonna win everybody over. Of course not, that's unrealistic, you know? But you're gonna win some, maybe a lot, and that's what it's about. It's a, it's a dollars, it's, it's a majority game, man. It's like Vegas. Vegas exists because they win most of the time. They don't have to win all the time. If they win all the time, nobody even come, right? So, so try it, try this, try if you miss it, if you feel that you're missing on a sale, okay, try adding value, okay? And it, it does not, I mean, I'm talking about automotive repair or auto body. What about, let's say you're a hairstylist. What could you, what kind of uh, bath could you, what big ass value could you add? You could do a free shampoo. Okay, you could do um, a free touch-up color. Um, what else could you do? Let's see, I've got some more. A, a free blow dry here. Um, if they bring a friend uh, with them, the first appointment's free with the second one booked. And, and yeah, they could get that first free appointment and then never come back. So what? Majority of people you're gonna connect with and they're gonna come back, you know? You could do a free color kit, which I know a lot of styles have done or do and definitely did when uh, COVID was around. They could do a free touch-up kit uh, or just swag. Hey, you know what, I got this cool t-shirt or this uh, you know, cup holder or I don't know, whatever. I got, a, I got my stylist bumper sticker, you know? It's like a rip-off of the Obama, Obama famous sticker, you know, and, but it's you with your salon with some shears or, I don't know, like I said, how could a plumber do this? Free, a free uh, water waste inspection or a free preventative leak inspection. Okay, just to connect with a client, especially like a big client, maybe a commercial one where you know they're going to be, or an apartment building where you know they're going to use you. you. You get with the maintenance guy. You know, that, that makes sense, right? How could a detailer do this? Free hood polish to show, to show how good your polish skills are, or free headlight polish, or free deodorization, okay? The, what does it mean? It's just, the ideas are endless. It's only limited by your limit of thought. I had a guy come in this last week that unrelated to my business, but he was buying some parts from us, some Porsche parts. And him, especially in this old dude who's 92, his name was Dick, which is a fabulous name, by the way. Um, he he was talking about getting power out of these out of Porsche engines, which we we do some restorations here. If you list, if you're a longtime listener, and we're always trying to think about how to get more power. And this guy, some of his ideas, hey, he's got 90 years and you know in, under his belt, you know, experience. But the dude still thinks way outside the box. He's not limited. The ideas that were starting to come at me, I'm like, man, I've never even thought about doing that, thought about doing this. And it just goes down to, sometimes we're just, especially in school, we're kind of boxed in and we're, we're thought to, we're, we're encouraged to think the norm, you know, instead of how can I kind of break free? And, and the more you can free your, with no rules and no limits, your, your creativity, you're gonna spawn some good ideas. You're gonna spawn some shit too. You're gonna to be a shit spawner. But that's the idea, don't limit it. Don't think, man, if I think of a shitty idea, I'm done, man, I'm done with me. No, start, keep thinking, just start sketching it down. And then at that point, bam, you know, away you go. You're off to the races, you got great ideas. Okay, last thing before we cut loose on this, this episode, 
how could you add an additional $1,000 per month to your bank without, without sweating it with your business? And like I said, it goes back to your any kind of service business. It doesn't have to be automotive. Okay, you could sell merch. Okay, for example, us, we could sell a mini detail kit. Have you ever done it? No. Would it work? Yes. How do I know? Because almost every customer, I always try to think, what's the common denominator between my customers? They almost all have microfiber towels. They have like spray wax, you know, in their car. Like they want to like do like a mini detail. We were taking a dent out of a gentleman's uh, Miata the other day. And he was, he's like, can I hang out? Yeah. So he's walking around his car doing a hand wax while I'm taking the dent out of his fender. Okay, that's... That's something, I mean, you have to take notice. You know, you might say, okay, I'm a hairstylist. What do most of my clients, most of my clients are women and they all have painted nails. Okay, maybe you've got some cool nail polish line that you have at the salon that you're selling that, that line or whatever. You know, just something that you know, or, you know, some people, some of the stylists have, have expanded into to hairbrushes and shit. I mean, you just don't know. I mean, Paul Mitchell got into hair products and, and then walked away, I think, from doing doing the services, just went straight into merch, right? You know, billion dollar business. So, you know, there's so many different ideas. You just gotta think, okay, how can I make more money, serve my clients better? Okay, well, this is one. You could sell merch, sell swag. You could ask for referrals. Hey, you know what? Do you happen to know of anybody who, who have, you know, they have a really nice car and you know they like to take care of it, and da, 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 maybe a family. Oh yeah, my, my wife or my, my son, you know, or this and that, or my other car. Okay, great. You know, if, if you want, let's let's try to get it in here in the next week or two. Da, da, da. If you don't ask, sometimes people th think that you don't care, you don't need it. But if you ask and they think you're hungry, especially if you serve them well, they're going to want to help you. That's just human nature. And maybe you even have a, a referral system to where you systematically just go ahead and text them after and thank them and give them some sort of bonus and then say, hey, you know, I want to incentivize you to send me a referral. What's wrong with that? Nothing. People love incentives. Incentives are how the world gets by people. Okay, it is. If you think about what incentives do and how they work across all business and even relationships, we incentivize each other. That's what it is. If there's no incentive, what's the motivation? Okay? So incentivize the action that you're trying to achieve, okay? Listen to your clients ultimately. What what the hell do they want? You know, ours here at Denko, they want clean cars. So I'm gonna help them, you know, keep their car or get their car clean. And why why should they go buy some of these products elsewhere? Why don't I provide them? You know, or other services to keep their cars clean. Yeah, you guys just do dents and paint, but do you do this? Uh, yeah, I do, I, I do, you know, and, and not everything. Sometimes people say, well, do you do mechanical work? Do you, you know, this guy came in and his window wasn't working. Now we don't do that. Do you guys do oil changes? No, do you brakes? No, we don't. Could I? Sure, I could. But it's tough. I mean, you got to draw the limit. I try to stay within the same kind of theme of my business, you know, at least with this business. Now, if I wanted to have a break business and, you know, it was next door and, and maybe we're probably not going to get a lot of crossover. So it's not really symbiotic or beneficial, you know, but at the same time, you know, we still could, it would still be lightly. In the, we could definitely perform the service. Our knowledge and our equipment would probably cross over pretty well. So anyway, that's it, guys. That's the pod for this wonderful December 3rd. Are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready for Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever the heck you celebrate? Do you have your Christmas list out? I, I was reading the other day that the number one uh, item for, uh, for Christmas is cash. 
People want cash, man. They If they're going to get a $100 item, they'd rather have the cash, which sucks. It sucks for the giver. You know, there's no fun in seeing somebody, oh, thanks for that Amazon gift card. That, that Come on, really? That sucks. So last thing, I'm going to give you guys the top, we'll go top 10 uh, business podcasts, okay? This is according to Spotify. Diary of a CEO with St- Stephen Bartlett, number one. Number two is David Goggins, Motivational Speech. That's great. Goggins is a beast. Most of you guys know who he is. Uh, Rich Habits Podcast. That's number three. Uh, the PBD. I don't even know what the hell that is. That's number four. Mo- Morning Brew Daily is a, like a daily uh, email newsletter, uh, which I, I read it. It's pretty good. The Dave Ramsey Show. Eh, Ramsey's okay. I still don't think he's that great. He's six. The Jocko Podcast. No, no idea what that is. Freakonomics Network, the economics of everyday things. I kind of like, I like that idea, although I've never listened to it. Uh, talk fast, talk smart, communicating techniques is nine. And then number 10, wow, Andrew Tate, holy crap. That dude's very uh, polarizing. He's, he's worked his way up to, to number 10, which is, I don't know, I guess that would be considered business. And then the next 10 there, you've got a couple, uh, the Ice Coffee Hour, which is pretty good. Tim Ferriss is there, that's, that's worth a mention. My First Million. I definitely listen to that. And then Homozy, which I'm a huge fan. He's he's in the top 20 as well. But uh, yeah, The Diary of a CEO with, with Stephen Bartlett. Um, let's see. He, uh, oh, he, he created a social media marketing company. And uh, now he's got Flight Story, uh, whatever the heck that is. So definitely want to check this guy out. Diary of a CEO or DOAC. D-O-A-C, the the, uh, the name. So there it is, kids. Have yourself a great week. Enjoy family. Get ready for the holidays because they're here, like it or not. Get those lists. You know, we're trying to get together some activities with our grown kids before our youngest goes back to college right after Christmas. You know, some nice meals. Some, we're going to go do Top Golf, which I've never done. If you guys have ever done it, let me know what you think of that. Um, I suck at golf, but whatever. It should be fun. It should, should be worth a laugh. But anyway, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. I appreciate the ears, the eyes. 949-302-3464 if I can help you. We are definitely planning on getting some fresh meat in here, but uh, just hasn't worked out because we've been, thankfully, so, so busy. So, anywho, that's it. You guys have a great week, and we'll catch you on the next SAI PDR podcast, service marketing podcast, blah, blah, blah. Talk to you then. Bye-bye for now.